I'm Nels Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. I'm Kira Pertel. And I'm Craig Bednar. And welcome to Terminal 7. Recording live, kind of live, live yeah, live-ish. I'd say live-ish. live-ish. Yeah. We just had very recently Canadian Netrunner Nationals. I know. And, and, Nationals. <sighs> and Nels, tell me what it was like from the top, because there I was at the bottom. I don't know. I mean, like I was doing okay. Oh, okay. But, but joining us today, we have two fine guests, two of the top ten best Netrunner players in Canada. Spent all day at the uh, the winners table. I think. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Okay, table okay. Seven was my spot. Yes, but we have our friends Kira and Craig here. Um, you guys both did very well at nationals. So congratulations! I was yeah, that's I think incredible. I think we both went there with like this is this idea that if we were able to make top sixteen, it would be like some sort of validation of uh, all the the training, the uh, rigorous mo- uh, Rocky montages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, various Rocky montages. Definitely. All those eyes of tigers. Thrill of the fight. Yeah. And so you guys actually trucked in. We'll, we'll get to we'll get to nationals in a little bit, but. You guys trucked all the way in. This was a true nationals because you guys came in from Winnipeg. Yep. The road to nationals is what we've been calling our the rail to nationals. The rail to na- yeah. Rail. Did you guys actually come <laughs> in on the train? We, we took, took the train. Oh my god, that's through, so good. Are you kidding me? that's classic. Yeah. Well, no. I, 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 that is it is sophisticated and dignified. Well, I've okay. driven through the Rockies before in people's cars, and nice. we wanted to play Netrunner the whole way there. <laughs> <laughs> the trains have very nice like dining cars with nice tables mm-hmm. to be able to play mm-hmm. Netrunner. Neither of us had to drive, you know, so yeah. it, it was kind of perfect. The staff was very accommodating. They um, definitely helped us set up tables in odd places uh, <laughs> yes. with like with weird looks, and it was also good resistance training because I don't know if you know this, but uh, it only costs fifteen dollars for children to go on the train, so that makes it a, a an extremely appealing option for uh, families. And, oh. and so we definitely had to compete with like intense uh, screaming of yeah. children. <laughs> so that was we felt like that would focus. be really yeah exactly focus it's channeling just, like, just the, eyes on the game, like, eyes on the prize. Do not worry about it. Like I know we knew that would be uh, helpful to, for us to keep our uh, our attention span while we're Man. battling people. It was good. So f- some folks some. Americans, perhaps, might not exactly know where Winnipeg is. Winnipeg. <laughs> but Have you seen bu- The Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> Back to Winnipeg. We also call it Winterpeg in That's true. BC. It is it's uh, cold. And we call it Wienerpeg because it sucks. She's about to say that. We just, lost, we just lost all four of our Winnipeg listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, that one of them was me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Winnipeg is capital of Manitoba. It's yep. basically straight north of Minnesota. More or less, right? Yep. Pretty much uh, the middle of it, Canada, like parallel? along that yeah. parallel. So, yeah. how long is the train from Winnipeg to here? Two days. Two days. Two days. Two days. Oh, oh, man. Of all you did was Netrunner. Okay. I mean, we, did we also watched stuff. Citizen Four. <laughs> yeah, you know, we got some okay. movies. In. <laughs> okay, cool. right, solid, solid. I did some pictures. Oh, oh we and... played some. Uh, we got at that game. What was that game? Yeah, we called? played. A, we played a. a an, um, an Android phone app game called EverQuest. I think it was called yeah, Ever, it was like Ever something. Game. I don't know. It was a fun game. It was probably not Ever, EverQuest. It wasn't EverQuest. <laughs> I, can't remember, I can't remember what it was. Everlands. Enchanted, Everlands. Enchanted Everlands Forest? Is what it was called. Yeah. Everlands. Okay. But anyway. Enchanted Forest is a crappy amusement park that's up near Hope. <laughs> oh, here definitely. In yes. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that what it's called? It is called the Enchanted Forest. Yes. And you, you might see a gnome. 
A sad gnome statue tipped over. And we played Hive. Oh, yeah. We also like playing Hive. I'm pretty into a lot of like a lot of two player strategy. Is this why you did so well at the nationals? No, that's performance enhancing drugs. Uh, (laughs) There we go. There we go. Yeah, we haven't checked the blood doping. We don't know if these guys are. We're just mainlining beta blockers before the games, huh? (laughs) So, what was your experience like at the nationals? You get there, you're in a weird anime convention. Everyone's dressed strange. You're meeting BC people. Well, we did get the opportunity to um, scout some decks and and, uh, meet some new friends uh, at the Magic Stronghold uh, casual night on Wednesday, a few days before. That was oh sweet, nice. As soon as we got off the train, (laughs) like we we dropped our bags off. And then we found ourselves on a casual Netrunner night because that's just what we do. Priorities. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that gave us a chance to meet a few people. So when we got to nationals, we ha- you know had some familiar faces, which was, which helped because uh, you know you get to establish yourself a little better. Um, but yeah, I don't know how how did you feel? Well, we were we're predicting a lot of tier one decks. Um, there was a lot of proxying in our month and a half or so towards nationals where we were like making Jackson Howard pro- proxies, <laughs> you know, making all these proxies so we didn't have to rebuild decks all the time. So, we, can, over so over. we had like all the tier one decks kind of net decked and ready to practice to play our decks mm. against, which mm-hmm. helped a lot. Um, Cause I find, you know, that's that sometimes it's better. It just, it's, it's better than just playing octagon and hoping that you're going to run into like advanced players on sure. octagon. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you play octagon and you're like, well, what am I? But doing even. <laughs> at the same time, having just uh, playing each other, like uh, it kind of has its disadvantages because it means that we're used to each other's play style mm-hmm. and we aren't mm. necessarily prepared for um, you know unexpected elements. Right. I I found one of the things that really tripped me up is like I brought a butcher shop deck, so I was playing NEH, and I went up against two really good players who were playing NEH and did an amazing job of concealing their splash so that I had to be on edge. Like, I had to be just expecting it was Butcher Shop and making sure I had enough credits to, like, to, you know, to steal an agenda or, like, you know, and I, I, it really uh, put me off when I, sh- like, uh, that I eventually lost in both games uh, to, like, a last-turn biotic labor and re- <laughs> I was like, oh, God damn it! This, this whole time! I could have just been being aggressive and like and and really just going for it when I, they knew and they knew they knew that that would like that would put me off. So I, I, and that was definitely that was a kind of one disadvantage. I don't think I played against too much uh, NEH fast advance. So yeah, and that was cl- that was uh, is... the winning uh, the winning deck was an NEH fast advance. And yeah, it, it was heavily represented in the top eight. Yeah, it was interesting that it was kind of this way through regionals too. Like I was at our regionals, I did pack a butcher shop deck, and I think maybe one other person did. Yeah, but they were easily like double to triple the number of that just straight up NEH fast advance decks, which was interesting. Which maybe says. People around here don't play Clot as much as they should. Uh, yeah, I gotta God say, damn it. I gotta say, the, the one game I really got rocked was actually Clot at the Nationals. And I was like, you're you're the only person here doing that. <laughs> but it, it should oh, be more because no. Clot crushes those decks. But yeah. yeah. Also, the Vancouver meta, I think Brody said, I think Keith said, the Vancouver meta is a little bit weird. It's not... It's a little goofy. Really normal. Mm-hmm. We like net deck, but we're not good at playing the decks. It well, gets like all of those. And I think a funny like uh, outcome of that is that how many Vancouver players were in the top eight? Like, I, I think there was Lawson, but then there was, like, 
uh, four, all three guys from Portland. Four people from uh, from the United States. The winner was from yeah. New York. The three yeah. were from three. Three were from Portland. Craig and I. Where Craig was the top eight. I wasn't, but like uh, from Winnipeg. Like, yeah. So it's funny that there wasn't an, like a lot of representation from Vancouver. We, we did our best. Well, we actually we lose the first couple of games and we go drink and then we come back. <laughs> <laughs> like the game just goes to shit. <laughs> kind of kind of what happens. So what were y'all packing on the day? Yeah. Of. Uh, I brought Leela. And Ooh. I've made the turntable Leela deck. Oh, turntable, oh, turntable gang sign, cool. uh, which was hilarious when we went on Wednesday to the Stronghold Games, and I, you know, I broke it out and I played a game, and and this one guy who also plays Leela's like, oh, Leela's the best, like Leela's the only thing I play, and like, and I was like, yeah, turntable. He's like, no. <laughs> Desperado, like you know, we're, we're, like because Blue I, has this idea that you can't ever play anything but Desperado. I'm in right? logos, Lee, like, yeah. Hey, that's good too. That's like it's it's flavor. the same idea as Turntable. You kind of right. sit back a little yeah. bit with logos. You know, you want them to score. Um, so I played that, and I really tripped some people up with Turntable. Interesting, yeah, I can because see that. I, it takes some it takes some piloting to play Turntable. It's not the type of console you put down right away. Des- you want to hold on to it. You want them to not know you even have it, and yeah. then when they work hard to score Future Perfect, you're like. Boom, I'll put down, I'm going to put this down and then I'm going to leg work and then I'm going to go in and then I score a one pointer and yep. boom, swap. And it's yeah. just like, I just, you know, I just swung two points. It's perfect. Uh, or, or the Nisei tokens. Stealing the Nisei tokens. I stole some uh, Astro Script tokens. Oh, gross, uh, gross. One game, I, I played Lawson. So Lawson from Vancouver played his Argus deck. And like he knew, like oh god, Argus against this. Like yep. he's got so many. He's got so such many. a high agenda density mm. that the whole game was him scoring um, Oaktown renovation. So he's making money, but All he'd right. score Oaktown renovation. Once he scored it, you know, I'd pop something in front of R and D or HQ. I'd steal a one pointer trade. And just flop. Yeah, and just <laughs> trade it, and I just kept doing it. And one gang sign went off. I'm pretty sure, and I got something else too. And it's just like it, my deck was just exactly to counter his deck, oh, and no. and he made it to second place. Yeah, you know, with that Argus deck. Yeah, Lawson so. did very well. He was he was our he was our local boy. Lawson's our was, pocket player. He, he on the edge. He always almost home, had it. He homebrews all his stuff. He always brings decks that crush everything, and it's 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 cool. It's, it's great that you got a chance to play him. Well, he was talking to me after. He's like, I did not expect very many criminals. So you yeah. know, I just was that not prepared a thing that for that. Locally, yeah. does not show up in. Good old, good old blue. Good old blue. It's kind of been down yeah. on the, on the blue, downswing. Blue's blue. week. Blue's week right now. And I went in there knowing it was rogue. You know, this is a weak sure. deck. And, Over, uh, you're running turntable, Leela. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah. That is pretty as rogue. As rogue as you can get. Definitely. Um, so turntable, Leela, and Corpside. Yeah, uh, it's like Corpside, uh, Corpside, I was playing the Biotech Rush. Oh, so, you know, always so picking greenhouse. It's increasing greenhouse. in prevalence. But as we, as we discussed when... Uh, when we were training, it uh, like I kind of called you out. I was like, "This is pretty much just like a not as good RP." But uh, <laughs> it is kind of just—it's kind of just less good RP. It can you know? be a little bit faster, though. It can be a little bit faster. Sure. It's basically operation economy instead of asset econ- economy. You yeah. know, I, I wizard like, is wizard is big now because of all these uh, totally. RPs and stuff. So and, and Anarch, I like first. Anarch just has like such a. A robust engine right now, like for card draw, for economy, like uh, Anarch is is just strong. All Anarch IDs mm-hmm. like uh, can bring it. Well, and I like I like burst economy. Um, I don't know. I find it more. It, it messes up the runners' calculations. You yeah. know, when they don't know exactly how much money you're gonna have on a turn, because mo- all my economy cards were all operations, like sweeps week, uh, celebrity gifts, hedge funds, restructures. Uh, the restructures are great. Like uh, it can be, it can be kind of taken apart by I guess surprise plays by the runner like I wasn't expecting so much film critic I don't know we should have maybe <sighs> maybe counted so on tough. that and that uh, was tough to face critic. off against don't the even... film critics like yeah, the first yeah. time film critic happened to me 
you know, right away he gets future perfect. And I'm just like, oh, man, I did not look at the new pack hard enough. I did not take a good <laughs> hard look so, at the new so pack. It's so ridiculous because we, we went through this thing where, like, you know, Gen Con happened. Uh, all the spoilers came out. This was, like, what, two weeks or something before we left on our trip. So I was sitting there on my phone, like, watching, you know, the spoilers come out. And I'm like, film critic. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Both are decks, right? She's like, butcher shop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, this, uh, I was tech, like, yeah. is this going to be relevant? Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I was trying to figure out if, if it was something we should take into consideration. And then at a certain point, you know, it's like we've spent the last month tweaking these decks, like making sure that we're comfortable with the balance. And then to like in the immediate weeks preceding the event to try and make like serious changes felt like a little risky and and so i kind of just took it into confidence that anybody who was filing film critic into their deck two days before the event (laughs) would also be subjecting themselves to like a certain amount of um unexpected or like untested Mm. jank so i found some people they weren't really playing optimal like i played one guy who put a future perfect on it he kept it hosted the whole game. And when he hit another future perfect, he's like, oh, it can only host one. And he kind of like, He's like, yeah, I don't have time yeah, to know. clear it. Like, it's like, that it's guy, like take that those two clicks and just clear it so that when you run again, you got another. Yeah, two clicks yeah. for three agenda points, I'll take that any... Not, not a bad trade. That's, I mean, that's another thing to take into consideration with Film Critic is that, like, it does tax them. Like, it... Yeah. It'll slow you down. It yeah. slows yeah. them yeah. down. So, whatever. But I, I... Actually, the only time Film Critic impacted me was when I played a casual game against Lawson at Magical, uh, Magic Stronghold, and he completely disassembled my my Butcher Shop deck with Film Critic, and that was a really discouraging experience, because I was like, oh, man. Because oh, that, like, that was before National. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, no. Like, film Critic ruins suck. everything I do. This yeah. is suck. But then, like, I got to Nationals, and hardly anyone, like, I didn't even see it on the table. In fact, in one game oh, I played against somebody. You. Know, <laughs> me, in one game that I played, somebody discarded it, because they were, they got, they, actually, I think this guy was, on like, mad on tilt, because like, he, like, he was pretty close, but I I think he was feeling shut out, feeling economically starved, had some, like, hashtag anarch problems. So, like, he just couldn't really foresee it being useful or, like, a good investment of credits. So he, he discarded it when he was um, his hand was over limit. But then, like, I had an NAPD in the garbage that he could for sure have taken, except he didn't have enough credits to pay for it. So, like... He could have yeah. just if, dropped it on the film if critic. If he had yeah, put yeah, the yeah. film critic down, he could have taken that NAPD and won, but instead, like, he just ended up getting, yeah. like, he was just, like, super tagged from a midseason, so he just, eventually, once I drew what I needed, he was gone. So, like, right. it just kind of, <laughs> like, it, I felt bad for the guy because I was like, man, that film critic probably. New, new cards require a certain amount of piloting and. Definitely. Yeah. And if no one was yeah. proxying, they're they're just getting this card. They literally don't know what to do with it. Like, yeah, they, they actually like, don't. Like, we yeah. got old Hollywood. Literally the day, yeah, the day before, the day before exactly. national. That's what, that's what I'm it's like so anyone who's like, yeah, 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 film critic, slotted in, and now you're gonna win. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah. But then again, film critic also like we watched that last like the, the last final game. game. Final, final game yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh, the final game between Lawson and Jason. Film critic was instrumental. MVP, like yeah. I feel like Jason only had film critic on the table and it just like destroyed Lawson's plan. What, was this the win from the one in six chance of the poll? Exactly. Okay. Oh my gosh, oh. you won't believe that was an a, a sight to behold. We were on like, the train home, we saw it on Facebook and we all screamed on the train. Yeah, we, I know you did like the <laughs> no. I feel like there were 
there's a certain um, uh, like a certain uh, amount of people who who stuck around to watch everything, and like it was just like bated breath, and then like when stuff like that would happen, just like eruption of of, uh, oh, of excitement. Man. The last like, the last oh. games, I mean, just. Everybody from the states was on Jason's oh, side yeah. of the table. Yeah, yeah. Everybody from Canada's <laughs> on Boston's yeah. side of the table. You know, it's like this sporting event. It it's was 18, just like, 12, I wouldn't miss it. I, you know, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Like it was, it was uh, awesome because I watched cool. this stuff. Like I watched this stuff yeah, on YouTube. Of course, I'm going to exactly. stay it and was, watch it, the games I totally live. Like, come on. That. Yeah. Like who would go home? Right. Right. Who would go home? The guys at the pub. The guys at the bottom. My guy was throwing a Jack Daniels party. And I was I did awfully, so I I had to go. (laughs) Um so you had Crazy Turntable Leela and Biotech Rush. That's awesome. Kira, what were what were you packing? You said NEH Butcher Shop. What'd you have on runner side? Well, I guess I'm I'm not as confident in my homebrew capabilities, so um, so I, I chose some archetypes that I felt like were pretty tried and true, and then over the last couple months I have like modified them to my specifications or to what suits me best. So uh, my runner was uh, like a pawn shop like noise uh which oh, I, yes. I love playing noise yeah, i yeah. really really do uh it like it's so fiddly and there's so many options like i really and especially with the introduction of street peddler which <laughs> i love i was kind of adverse to street peddler at first because i felt like i was throwing too much into my garbage or maybe like if it gets loaded up with with um events it's it can be disappointing but the element of having stuff on the table ready to install that are completely unknown to the corp is so, um, so awesome, so satisfying, because I feel like it really, it, it's it's a new dynamic. There's there's nothing really, well, I guess like an uh, and clone chip is kind of like that, but it's kind of like that, but it's nothing like it's it's clone chip, at least it's like, okay, what have you got? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can look, you can look exactly. okay, yeah. good. That's exactly yeah. it. So like, so, uh, but instead, like, yeah, having the option to kind of install something um, off the table without having to pay, in fact, with a discount. So like it's, you know, it's, it's uh, definitely a leg up on SMC. Um, yeah, I, I was really enjoying uh, my build. The pro- one thing I couldn't get rid of was, because um, I looked at a lot of different uh, compositions for the deck. So, you know, I was seeing, I feel like there's just a few flex so- slots in, uh, in like a good, like, um, noise build uh so like i was definitely having trouble getting rid of i've had worse like i've seen a lot of people don't need it but i felt like with the prevalence of kill decks like i just couldn't i couldn't give it up it's a safe and, bet and it's still good draw it's, like, still it's good draw really. exactly yeah. like i definitely pre- i prefer it to inject in noise like uh, oh yeah you need i, I there's yeah. i don't have i have very light recur well i mean i have clone chips so and deja vu so like I'm I'm kind of I'm gonna need I'm gonna spam that with cash like I'm like whatever I just don't really like putting viruses into my trash without having used them for yeah, a You want to use them once and then the mill, the yeah. yeah exactly and, and then, then put them back in exactly <laughs> that's exactly it like otherwise I'm I'm compromising my economic engine so like so street peddler and I've had worse were definitely um, better for me um, yeah it was it, that was uh, having spent so much time kind of fine-tuning the noise build as well also put me in this neat place where like when i went up against other noises i kind of knew what to expect yes. and like and when i saw that daily cast i knew they didn't have i've had worse because i'm like i know where, you, where your flex spots are going like and and so like i i kind of that was good for me as a kill deck or as like a potential kill deck uh, like it was it was a helpful uh piece of information but yeah any nh like uh butcher shop was definitely fun for me though i did kind of like 
I, I uh, flip-flopped on it going into it because I was like, uh, you know, film critic's gonna, <laughs> film critic's gonna shut me down. Or, like, sometimes I feel like kill decks kind of rely on the runner being sloppy and uh, rushing. And I, if I go up against a really good runner, then I'm kind of, like, just sitting there waiting for them to screw up and they're not going to screw up. So right. I'm just kind of, that. I don't like being in that position. But a lot of runners... Kind We're sloppy. Up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it, it probably, and this this probably actually helped me out at, at our regionals as well. That I think the prevalence of most people around here, at least in Vancouver, if you sit across from someone and they drop NEH on the table, I'd say like two to three times, three to four times, they're just going to be like a fast advance blitz, go as fast mm-hmm. as you go deck. Yeah, and that's when you get to leverage the oh, you still an agenda, uh, but I have like twenty five credits mid season, uh, scores traffic. I sorry, goodbye. Yeah. Um, that can actually be quite nice. Mm-hmm. Well, a month, what, a month or so before you were actually playing Fast Robiotics. Yeah. And so, <laughs> oh, she had, so she <laughs> had this stressed. She had this deck box. Can I tell them the story? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. She had a deck box. Well, because like, that was when we were, bu- we built like seven, eight decks. Oh, we built a ton of decks. And so I labeled, oh, I labeled So she labeled her box Fast Robiotics. And she brought it to uh, one of the store championships in in Winnipeg, but she brought her butcher shop deck in a deck box labeled <laughs> Fast Robiotics. She didn't mean to do it, but I'm like, you realize and what you're doing. Like, oh, man, my good. In that tournament, my first game was against him, oh, God. and I killed him second turn. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Not checking. It happens. It happens. I, I didn't. I didn't check. Uh, I put down. I put down a face down remote, and he didn't check I didn't it. Check and it, he went and down to two cards, and it was breaking news. It was breaking news. Oh man! And so oh, man. I was like, <laughs> advanced, advanced scorched. I don't really. Like, that that, that doesn't check happen too often. No, you gotta check remotes. No. Check every remote. Yeah. Just run it. It's first just turn. Run it. Like, just, just run it. it. Just yeah. run it. I have so many good cards. I want to install them. <laughs> no. Famous, the last, first famous de- last words. Yeah. yeah. First from Desperado. Of course, I'm spending all this stuff. Cortex. What? Yeah. Correct. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what did what did what did you bring to the big day, Jesse? Oh Jesus! I brought I brought a um, full Shaper Suite. Actually, great story. Um, we 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 recently just came from Lines. Head pub. Is yep. it Lion's Head Pub? Just Lion's Pub. Lion's Pub, yeah. Thank Lion's you. Lion Head makes Fable and Milo. Oh, right. And, and that and, ill fated boy did. simulator. Yeah. And uh Kira actually didn't bring any decks. That's true. Our they, 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 they were lost. Decks. So Kira That's actually true. played both things from my tournament. And and ah, won, won all those and games. It was next. Wizard and Next Dice. Yeah, I I steamed that guy. Yeah, you <laughs> you, you, you stumped the guy. But but but, but you, These uh, good games. They're good games, though. They're, yeah, it was it was it was fun for me. To, it, I like playing. It is fun playing decks that I don't know too well because it's kind of exciting to see how I, how dynamics are supposed to play out. Right. And you were surprised because I baited him with two domestic sleepers at the same time because I, <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to get him to spend all his money, like and, he, right. he to burn through his. They, his which, which he did. Which yeah, he did. He he was like. There's an advancement token on that. I need it. I need it. Which is exactly, you know, like, I needed him to do that so that I could go back to the MBTs. And, and put a good agenda yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. And my favorite play that you did was actually one that you gained from uh I stole from Lawson. Lawson. You stole from Lawson, which is cool. And, and what was this play? Uh, well, I had a mother goddess over the scoring remote. Um, and originally I had an Eli protecting the mother goddess, and I had two architects res as well. And the guy had put out a mimic, and he had a corroder. Uh, and so in order to secure like he start he got to the point where he actually did have enough money to get through whatever ice I had. So for my last agenda, uh, in order to make it really secure, I overwrote the Eli 
uh, or not, yeah, I overwrote the Eli with a, a Turing, but like I, I didn't really intend to res it because uh, I, when he ran, um, he he kind of expected me to res stuff. I was like, no res. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he got to Mother Goddess. He was like, okay, I'll use my, oh, Strike oh. four century. And then that was his last chance to stop me before I scored an ABT. So it was like, uh, like I, I kind of, I kind of played him a little bit. And then afterwards he told me that he had an, a ninja in hand that he had just never installed. Mm-hmm. So luckily those architects lulled him into like a, oh, a, a, a mimic stage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all I have to worry about. Mimic. And then, yeah, like them, uh, even though the mother goddess was on the table the whole time, I guess he just didn't really consider the fact that it would, st- it would lose barrier if or I got that you'd rid trash of, over. Or yeah, the, yeah, exactly. That might be it. Why it's a great I, play. Well, it, when when we first saw it at Nationals, we were like, that's this funny. is genius. Because yeah. 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 when I rolled Lawson's deck, I was like, how does your deck even work? I, I didn't even get to see it play, really, because I just... I don't know. Like I didn't even let him res. I just popped it up with, with Leela. Right? Yeah, so I didn't yeah. even see the mother goddess. Which is, which but then when I saw him play it, and I was like, oh, you put it on the remote and you overwrite whatever's res. Yeah. Like, ah, I've actually so won a lot of games with mother goddess in my next deck. And the first deck I got stomped with was our friend James Perry from Victoria, and he was running Leela, and it's not a lot you can do when everything's back in your hands. Even that accelerated three mm-hmm. ice right away. Oh, ba-bam, ba-bam, bounce, and all of a sudden your Domestic Sleepers is the worst card you've ever put in your deck, and you're hating <laughs> yeah, it, because yeah. Leela's like, donk, donk, yeah. and just sending it all the way back. So yeah. mm-hmm. so you played my, my Corp deck, and then you had no runner deck to play against the uh, Carl, the same, the, the same guy, and yep. so you played my runner deck, which was just... Uh, the wizard one? Yeah, or I played wizard. The, oh, yeah, because I played your Ian Sterling, yes. which is yours. You played two runner I decks. Played, you know, I didn't even get to put wizard to work because I think Carl got, uh, like, a little bit, um, like, he had a little bit of a bad time. Because uh, I think the only thing I really had installed with, like, I did just some economic stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, I career fair to a liberated, and I didn't even have a chance to put out both Wildside and... Uh, uh, the pancakes? Uh, the pancakes, which I love. I love, you know, I love pancakes and, and wild side but uh i i just ended up uh i kept like messing with him economic like making him res ice where i didn't even really need to go and right. then he had uh i guess he put in heimdall over hq so he did could not like he just couldn't res it mm. and then i i went for hq with three accesses with three agendas so like oh, geez, oh okay. like, uh, it just wasn't it was just a bad, just so, bad luck. Clearly, so, so sometimes like, hq just gives yeah. it up yep yeah. Oh, it's too bad. So that, but that, you had wizard. I had the big day. Yeah. I had wizard. I had Faust wizard with overdraw and hope they don't have yeah. Kamainu. That was my deck. And <laughs> what's great is no one ran Kamainu, just like my. I did. Well, I didn't play you. That's correct. <laughs> so but this, this this is like my 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 Ketzel and hope they don't run the blue, blue sun. sun. And yeah. I, they didn't, and I did really. It well. always pays out. It always pays out, and it paid out. But I just uh, yeah. So yeah, I ran that. Um, I ran the whole suite of. Uh, Shaper Draw, which is so awesome. Even I drew, I did Shaper Draw and Pancakes. So you're definitely gonna get pancakes. Too many cards. Hopefully, infinite cards. Yeah, it's some that again. Loves it. Yeah, yeah. the game actually a couple games I won. Uh, there was my last three cards were pancakes, something else, and pancakes. So oh no! <laughs> this miserable slow. He's been like, well, I'm yeah. going three clicks this whole game, I guess. Yeah, that was yeah. basically it. One of one of my best 
plays during nationals was uh, I, I, I caught the guy with a tag and I didn't really have anything to do with it. So I blew up his adjusted when he yep. had wild side. Yep. And he spent the rest of the game just like just, just three crying. Just forever. Just crying. And, he, and like after like when after I won the game, he was like, Man, that was like the the play of the That's game. The play. Yep. Yes. MB, M- MB play. Like, yep. And I was like, but it was hard for me because he I remember he had a Hades or maybe it was a an Eden even an Eden, uh pancakes and wild side, and I'm sitting there with a tag and I'm like, I can only afford to blow one of those. Up. Uh, what is it? What is which it? is going to be the most annoying? Yep. Adjusted. So <laughs> like, the one that gives you one less I'm click forever. Your pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I did a great. I had some great games I played against. My favorite side counter, which is Kelvin, who yes. I always play. Your, always, your psychic nemesis. My psychic nemesis. He always stomps the hell out of me with his side games, and um, the. <laughs> He, we actually played a long time. I ended up having to vamp the guy four times. He ended up four times. Four times. He ended up. He ended the first, well, wasn't it that you vamped once? He killed it with an Issei token. Yeah. So then you just used I had the vamp other again. vamp in your other hand. Vamp. <laughs> and he actually that game I won. It was it was a it was a slugfest. Uh, it, we we went to time and I won last move. Oh And he man. actually had scored two Nisei that game. He had two Nisei wow. scored, so I had to fucking vamp them out yeah. of his, his, oh, his hand. Oh, right, to finally hit a vamp that would land. Yeah, and when I have six six uh, cards left in my library, like, I had, like, barely anything left in, yeah. my, in, my, in, my, uh, in my library, and he scores a Cronus. Oh, and no. And so all the cards and are gone. everything's gone. So he's like, well, he's got to be running two vamps. That, that, that's his whole premise. He's right. like, I, I've gutted him. He is, like, gutted. Because oh, both the vamps were already in the yeah. bin, so they just went away forever. Yeah, but I pancaked in some vamps. And I just, oh, so you had, you had the full had three, vamp, three, three vamps. Three, yeah. <laughs> God, and then, and the last time, last time I ran for his, for his, uh, H, for his R&D, which he knew that there's, there, there's, a, there's, there's a future perfect there. He knew it was there. Right. So he, he uh, what did he do? He... Got a card out of his archives mid-run, which was the Jackson that he got out to shuffle in so that he was mixing it up again. So mm. I might not medium four dig. Right. So I might... You might not grab Future yeah, Perfect. Yeah, exactly. So I might... Right. Right, right, right. Also, so I hit first card was the Future Perfect. Oh, no. And now, even after the shuffle. Even after the shuffle. Oh. And, then I'm, and, then, and then it's like the side game. And this is literally the only side game I've actually won first time with Kelvin because he always stops me. <laughs> and it was 1-1 one, one, and then oh, I, no. I, I took the win. Oh, oh, man. At time. So I did have a great time but I didn't do very well. But I still had a really good time in Nationals. As Sweet. I do. I always have. Nice. So now, what were you packing in Nationals? On the day of, I, Runner, I went with Val, Valencia, Val's yep. my gal. It was... Val's your gal. It was good. I did... The only times when it didn't pay out was when I think I was a little too aggressive with installing Wildside because as noted <laughs> yep. it's awesome but if you end up just cooking on Wildside for like yeah. five or six turns in a row yeah. with only three clicks 50 you, card deck too well, yeah. I, yeah. I feel That's like right. a lot really of people sad. a lot of people do three Wildside two adjusted yeah. yep. and so unless you have that adjusted in hand it's like you're, the risk. You, it's a risk you yeah, want you want like yeah you don't have security it's 2am it. you're, you're at the club you're like yeah. I should probably maybe run some nah I don't need that I, I should have here. breakfast at some point but yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine yeah, exactly yeah, and it's the thing where it's like if you only need draw you're fine yep. like you can, you can go three clicks and two cards and you'll be you'll be good but 
if you also need econ and you don't have that yet, and then you drop mm-hmm. Rosalind, you're like, I don't have enough money to install the shit I keep drawing, so I just have yeah. to throw the stuff away, and oh no! And that was sadness. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm playing against RP too. Going down to free clicks is usually just like. Oh, just brutal. Yep. I yeah. play against. Oh, geez, that'd be the worst. But... I think I got to avoid that. <laughs> yeah, you dodged RP the whole yeah. time. Nice, nice. I, I did I until I'm... my limb game, and then I was like, oh yeah, yeah RP's not good. Actually, well, <laughs> well, I actually had no problem against the RPs. I did because of vamp and your econ vamp and faust you don't need to pay for faust so you're just vamping away and rp needs money so vamp and And then incorporation i went with i was on the fence i was on the fence between biotech rush and uh personal evolution murder house yeah that marcus batty uh i know batty's in there lockdown 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 psychic field all Ronins and overriders and Mushin and everything. Just because kill, straight kill. as as expected, there'd be a shitload of Faust. Yep, there's a lot a of Faust. Shitload of noise. And in both those cases, it's like, okay, you Faust like three cards, you get through a mm-hmm. lockdown, then you hit a snare and you have one card left, and then it's like, well And Fausting uh, into and Fausting into something like dogs or Sarugi is like the most hilarious thing ever. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. you'll sad. Um and it did, it did pretty well. Uh, I did get more hosed by Film Critic than I was expecting. Cool. Yeah. That those those fetals are awesome, but then when someone says, oh, I'm just going to put it on this Film Critic instead of any damage well, it, or money. It shuts down your whole idea, yeah. too, right? It, it's, yes. like they, it's like yeah. they also played a current that just screamed. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's like they played Cerebral Static against you. Against your abilities turned off, Yes, basically. and you're like, oh, well, God. That was only two games. There were only two games where I got hosed by Film Critic. But those two games were the ones where I was a sad man. I, I'm actually kind of <laughs> like that uh, Film Critic rocked a bit of the yeah the, because like Clot didn't from what I saw when we were when we were I was following around the the matches that were won and stuff and Clot wasn't the big MVP but yeah. Film Critic seemed like it did shake up a lot of people's decks which is yeah. cool. it was it was cool seeing how that kind of kind of moved things about yeah definitely yeah um well. You guys both did very well at Nationals. Mm-hmm. Kira, you were 10th. Right. That's right. 10th, yeah, and yeah. Craig, you ended up 8th. Yeah. Which, is, which is... Which that's is, huge. Gotta play, man. Yeah. That's solid. That's yeah. awesome. Um, did you guys have any like particular high points during the day? Yeah. Uh, really memorable games or moments or plays? or anything? I mean, Obviously, we talked about a bunch of that shit already, but mm-hmm. uh, else that really stood out? You're going to be like... That's, this is why I came to this. He's playing yeah, yeah. Zila with the power turns. Like, there's got to be something that's, that's true. Like crush. Well, the turntables were fun, and they always kind of surprised people. Definitely. But, well, uh, okay, what was the biggest turntable surprise? Because I don't know many people that run turntable. Well, successfully, anyways. Uh, did you, did, did you, did you get a swap of sleepers just, for, for, a, for a project? No, I didn't hit any sleepers, unfortunately. <laughs> but just playing NEH Fast Advance, when I got an Astro token, yep. like, they, they it's the opposite of I've, it, you know? I've won the game now. You know? yeah, sure, <laughs> I'll give you, a, like, give you a bail. You know, I don't know, it doesn't matter what I this give you. It's just like, you can't use this anymore. It's, your, it, it's a huge huge part of any H fast advance yeah. is to have the Astro. And, and so it's turning about one or two influence. What's the splash? Two, two influence. It is two, two so influence. that's tell heavy. Him, tell them what your other weirdo splash is. Oh, the deck that. was total weirdo splash. Like two turntables <laughs> for four influence. Yep. Two imps for six influence. <laughs> two imps? <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. Because I'm triple gang signing and I found like sometimes if I have a loaded imp and I gang sign, yep. it doesn't matter. I don't need to get an agenda because a lot of times you play gang sign people are like, okay, I'll just make sure I don't have any agendas in my hand or no, it's just like uh, my, mitigate it. My you know? shipment, no. Yeah. Well, and the good thing like I found more playing on Octagon that you play gang sign and people do this thing where they're like, okay, 
I'll score my big agenda before my small agenda. Sure. That way, you only have the chance of stealing my one-pointer, right? Right. Yeah. But then, you if you immediately play turntable, <laughs> after they score their big agenda, like, it's actually the opposite. Now I score, score your one-pointer and swap. <laughs> so nice. it's got this really good synergy that, like, when the guy, the, like, I didn't oops. brew it, you know, somebody posted it immediately after. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, like, somebody called it uh, Leela... Turntable, turntable Leela, they called it. Mm-hmm. You know, I called mine DJ Leela, but I mean, I basically took it, net decked it, and just tweaked it to how I wanted. He didn't have amps in there. I put my amps in there. I, I, I'm I an old it. school. These game signs player. are gonna trash something. It doesn't matter what it yeah. is. I'm gonna touch something, yeah. it's yeah. gonna go away. That's right. I'm an old school uh, anarch player. Also, we showed Vancouver. Vancouver didn't know this apparently. Oh. When we went to uh, Stronghold Magic Stronghold Games, and I'm playing you with imp. imp. Yeah, I'm playing with Imp, and this guy's playing a yellow deck. I didn't know if it was Butcher Shop or not, but I'm so used to playing her Butcher Shop. Uh, I think. Early in the game, I hit a bail and, or no, yeah, I hit a bail and I was like, okay, I'm just going to imp that. And they're like, you can't just imp an agenda. I was like, yeah, you can. You can totally, yeah, totally yeah, imp yeah, an agenda. Yeah. This guy didn't know that. I was like, this is totally a thing. You can imp oh, yeah. an agenda. Because yeah. I don't know if you're playing Butcher Shop yet or not. Yeah. I don't want to score. Money, so. just get it away. I'm going to grab that later. You're going to have Jackson or some other garbage. Yeah. One of my favorite corp games, though, was like, uh, like you said, you defeated two N- Nisei tokens. And like a lot of times the biotech rush, if I get two Nisei tokens, it's yeah, over. Game's over I'm, yeah. I'm playing two fast tracks too. I'll just fast track my future perfect. It's Caprice is there. Caprice you got, you have two turns now, basically is what happens. Excalibur and then some Yeah, Excalibur's in my deck, you know. So one game, I got my two Nisei tokens and I seriously had all three future perfects in my hand. The oh, whole game. Man. I fast-tracked a Nisei out of my deck to make it look like I didn't have any agenda. <laughs> so he's never going into my hand. And then the last turn, I like, or like my second last turn, I install the Future Perfect. He knows what's going on. Runs my hand. Outside games me. He had zero points. Outside games me. Gets one Future Perfect. Runs my hand again. Outside games me. Gets another Future Perfect. Oh the guy's God. face is like... Because <laughs> he's thinking, like, what are the odds? It's the third Future Perfect in his remote, right? On my turn, advance, 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 third Future Perfect. And he's just like... Oh, Amazing. And I told him all three were in my hand, like most of the game. So that was Crazy. that was fun. I, the yeah, thing about good. Netrunners is like, don't get nervous with the jetas in your hand. Is yeah. sometimes people don't yep. even poke. And, and, yeah. and, and, and also, like, like he he can't feel bad about that. He did his best all. he could. He went he from did, zero he to did. six on the second last turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Still good. Yeah. yeah I solid. had uh, I had this one game that actually it's the only game that's been haunting me because I feel like maybe I could have played it differently. Maybe I could have. Yep. Or sex in my case. Well, and it's also I feel like it's if I had if I had played that game differently and won, I would have been top eight. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so <laughs> so uh, I played against Blue Sun. And it was my only game against my son, and we didn't even train against a Wayland deck. Like, we just didn't, which is, oh, like, ridiculously... Well, I, David I was, killed Blue Sun, and we kind of just figured it wouldn't show, and yeah, it was a very small record. Yeah, it wasn't I, a lot. I mean, there, there were a few, I yeah, was playing, but not a ton. I was playing Blue Sun, like, about, you know, two months ago. Like, I won, I won a few tournaments with it, but I was doing a punitive um, build, and I know that oh. most people do, like, Scorched. Like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, like... Get the big money blow, yeah. So, I, I don't know, I guess I'm just, I, I just wasn't quite used to it, and I wasn't just in the mind frame of being safe, so, and it, this was actually, I went up against Blue Sun, it was a mid-season Scorched, and, oh. uh, and so, lo and behold, you know, I, I sloppily stole an agenda, which I didn't need to, I, I'm, you know, I was set up to just imp everything, and just, like, you know, like, I shouldn't have, but I guess I just wasn't really thinking about the risks, and I got mid-season, and there I was with, I think I had 11 tags, I had to pull out a D20 for it, I was like, you know, okay, fine, I have 11 tags, and <laughs> like it, dude. I was just like, 
well, I get like, and he didn't kill me the next turn. So I was like, well, here we go. Like he's, he kept spending his turns, like just digging, 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 trying to deal with economy, digging, digging. Dig- I know he's looking for the scorch. And I was kind of, uh, you know, first I was trying to, uh, R and D lock, but I wasn't like his ice over R and D was a little robust. And then like, after a few turns of him digging, I was, I, I thought about this game we'd watched, um, where like, and actually I noticed somebody was watching our game, like somebody was sitting behind him and they could see what was in his hand. And I thought about it and we had watched this like UK final uh, where it was like Kate versus RP and Kate, like there was, I think there was something a little nasty over HQ. And so Kate just kind of like backed off of HQ. She did a few siphons or something, or no, it was Andy, Andy. So Andy Andy did a few siphons and then, you know, went back and forth between uh, like R and D and, and like a a remote and just basically never accessed HQ. And then ended up like, even though she, uh, this, this Andy player had, had like five points of agendas R and, uh, and RP had zero for a long time. In the last few turns, RP came back and completely like yeah, took RP it over and 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 just like completely won the game. And and then it turned out after the game that RP had had four agendas in hand oh, for the whole thing. And, 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 and he had never ever never tried to access. It. And I thought about that game. And I thought about the person watching his hand and like the people who had been watching the corpse hand from that game. And I was like. He's, he's flooded. They're all he's there. flooded. They're all there. They're all there. And I was like, I gotta do this. And he, but the thing was, my only breaker on the on the table was Faust. Oh my god! And so, and then I, I after running HQ, I realized he had two ice walls. So I like uh, I like you know parasited one of them. And then I and then I pers- like entered into this battle where I was like, okay, run HQ, draw cards, run HQ. So I'm like, I have to stay above four. And like, <laughs> yep. and like, and like, I don't know. It was just like, and I managed to steal a couple of those agendas that he was for sure, like, you know, he was totally flooded, but not in, not in time. Not enough. Like, yeah. So like, maybe if I had not tried to play that game where I was trying to make sure I had enough cards at the end of my turn, if I had just been like, super. And maybe I would have I would have got to seven. A lot of decisions in Netrunner, it's like I either win or lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's binary. Like, this whole safe play of like, well, I might win, yeah. might lose. Well, it's like, no, win or lose. Yeah. Just go for it. And that's kind of what happened in the game I played against Argus with, uh, I think it was with Wizard. Cause it, oh, no, wait, did you? No, it was a, it was, uh, Sterling because mm. he had Film Critic. Um, I totally was in a position where I was making three... Oh, no, wait, I was accessing with legwork three cards, and I had to choose against Argus. After each access, I had to decide yeah. what to do with it. And it was, like, damage, it was yeah. like a one-point agenda. Um, okay, I have three clicks left. I'll take a, a third tag, because I still <laughs> I still had tags from Ring Account Siphon. Uh, second access, uh, another one-point agenda. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Um, I'll take two meat damage, and then the third one was a three-point agenda, and I was like, ha! <laughs> But yeah, you just kind of have to try and stay as safe as possible. But sometimes you take that risk and you get and you win. <laughs> like, uh, that's why the game's so good. That's why it's so good. Yeah. So what is playing in Winnipeg like? Is there a decent scene there? Is it mostly like in game shops? Well, it's not a I mean, huge. Because Winnipeg is like a reasonably sized city. Yeah, mm-hmm. seven hundred thousand yeah. people. I mean, there, it, there's not a huge player base. We've had tournaments get up to twenty people, eighteen people, well, that's average. Good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I actually ran a a, a, a casual night uh, 
um, nice. once a month. There was we did every two weeks, but one guy we'd switch off doing it. Uh, we even did some fun stuff with the casual night. Jank um, June. Yeah, we did Jank June where everybody we made a band list and everybody had to pretty much bring Jank. And <laughs> oh man, I love it. Uh, I think I won first place with uh, Ian Sterling connection deck. Which <laughs> Jank which, June. Which like, I like calling it. in favors for like twenty credits or something. I don't know. <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, always nice. Yeah, always nice. Uh, but it's uh, there's a couple really good players. Um, and one of the best players, uh, Chris, uh, Chris M- McCulloch. McCulloch. Chris yeah. McCulloch uh, went to place. Saskatchewan because we didn't get a regionals. Went to Saskatchewan, took oh. regionals, took first place. Nice. Which made so. us all feel a little better about constantly getting trounced. Oh, like, he's amazing. Like, he, he, he's an amazing <laughs> There's player. always he at just, least one. There's always yeah, that there's one guy, the guy who like, just like oh, wins God so many times. Yeah. And like, even if I beat him like one game, I'm like... Yeah. yeah, it's you like, know, oh, I'm tired. I got a game. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I've run all my cards and I'm so the best player. Yeah. There's, there is, so there's, you know, there's about four, five, six people who play tier one decks. Yeah. In and out. One, one uh, player that I've been really happy to play test with and who is going to uh, Worlds, and I'm really excited for him, uh, is our friend Eric. He's, yeah. he's 16 years old. 16 years old. Awesome. And, and his, I think his ambition is to be one of the, like, youngest, youngest world like, winners. Well, yeah. not, I, like, well, he's, he's top also, 16 like, he's, like, top 50th yeah. percentile, you know, like, but he's, yeah, he, um, and but he's been great to play test against. He's prodigious or prodigious or whatever, like, r- really. He's a natural. Yeah, he's a natural. natural yeah. And I mean, he, That's awesome. He attributes it to still being in high school, so he can take as much time as he wants. Well, That's fair. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go all Dota two on you, but yeah, Samuel like Samuel who won for Evil Geniuses this year at mm. Dota Nationals was 16 years old. Good and he, Lord, he, the guy, the kid crushes. It's scary how good they play. When, when teenagers get obsessed with something, I mean, they don't. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, like they don't have to no, work. It's know, not like rent's like, gonna yeah. come up and bite <laughs> yeah, him exactly, in the ass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A combination of infinite time and a yeah. lack of other interests well, produces I, danger. I, I asked him though if his parents ever like. You know, threatened to take his netrunner or whatever. He's like, if my grades drop, they ban me. Like, I'm grounded from netrunner. <laughs> he's got a. He's got a you should not have said. Can we edit that out? Yeah, I don't want, want to give any parents that idea. That is bad. <laughs> not do that. That is wrong. That is not good parenting. But yeah, I, I don't know. Winnipeg's a, a good little meta. You know, nice. I think I do think that there is a, a focus on homebrew and on uh, yeah. on like yeah. design over um, competitive of. I don't. I don't know if viability is a bad word for it, but you know, like uh, people aren't necessarily just out there to to win or to dominate with a really like effective deck. That they are more interested in pursuing new mechanics and trying stuff out and showcasing the stuff that they've been working on at home. So and we've seen nice. some cool. amazing homebrew stuff that like. You know, yeah. it gets posted on Netrunner DB, and it's like, yeah, only in Winnipeg do people brew this up. <laughs> uh, like when you go to store, the store championships, a lot of times in Winnipeg, like, you know, you got the tier one players, and you know, it's like, okay, he's playing Kate NEH, I know what he's playing. Yeah. You know, he's, she's playing Noise, I know what she's playing. But, like, then there's these other people that are just like, I like, you're playing ETF, it could be anything, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, I got a Harmony deck. One of my first, when I first started getting into deck building, one of my first decks that I built um, was a Harmony Med deck. Yes! And I loved yes. it. It was my trip to the asylum deck. So it was oh. like, first I hit him with the Cerebral Static. And then, and then <laughs> I went, I've got Midori that's like switching all my ice around. Like, where is it? Like a 10 malign, you know? Like, I re- <laughs> and, and everybody's picking up Midori, like, what does this card do? I love yeah, exactly. Midori. <laughs> 
have to pick up your card and be like, wait, I've never seen this. What is it? Yuri Akitaro, my two little like rogue coders sitting in a silo somewhere, just like like with things on lock. Like I love it. I love it. Yeah. No. And and the thing is, when you're in a city where there's there's also a big influx of new players all the time. Cool. There's always new players, or then we lost some players to conquest, unfortunately. But that happens. Interesting. Yeah, a couple people that we. FFG needs to make some lousier games. Somebody. Yeah. So nobody nobody leaves Netrunner. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, uh, apparently, the second edition of Game of Thrones is the opposite of that. Uh, <laughs> apparently, it is very good. So, damn shit. it! <laughs> Screw you guys! I'm going to get Game of Thrones. Yeah, there we go, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, and the thing is, when you're playing homebrew, playing other people playing homebrew evens it out. Yeah. You know, like sometimes yeah. you make a homebrew deck. Like today at the Lions, I brought this the val- like Mil Mil Milencia. You know, like the new sure. paparazzi daddly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I played RP, and I was like, wow. You know, RP's just such a good deck. Like, yeah. it was a very robust, like, good RP deck. So I was like, well, I'm just trying out this new mechanic, and I didn't really even get to see it get going, but, you know, you do your best. So mm-hmm. it's definitely, like, Netrunner's, like, two games. It's, like, there's the Tier 1 polished decks, and then there's all this homebrew stuff. Like, sometimes yeah. that, sometimes with Amazing Limit Pilots just possible. rogues in, and, like, yep. Amazing Pilots, like, what I love about the game is there's so much on piloting that Amazing Pilots can make what would be a rogue deck just shine. Just magic. Yeah, yeah. and just yeah. magic, you know. It's just, and it's amazing to watch, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that, that that time when you're like, oh, right, you can totally, that's a totally legitimate play. Like, yeah. the whole, like, drop a naked breaking news and then just wait for that turn when you can just go, oh, you only have three cards. Click, click, boom. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, the first time you see them, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I, I literally had a great, I had a great game with Cody Otter. And um, he had uh, he sourced out, so I blew up the source and I got the source out of the way. I'm like, great, out of the way. He actually ends up winning that game with a street peddler source, a second mm-hmm. source, a second source. <laughs> so I'm like, really, you gross? Two source is two splash too, isn't it? Oh like, yeah, one is yeah, yeah, two. It's two. two. Neutral so I was a like, neutral two, yeah, a neutral two, and yeah. I'm like. I'm seeing it again. Like I, oh come on! I, it was it wasn't oh come on, but I realized like wow, there's 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 that again. So the game continually surprises me. Yeah. Had y'all played any like had you played Magic or other LCGs? Yeah, before? or, or was background like, game wise was Netrunner the first one? Of uh, no, I played Magic for years. Uh, my favorite thing was to draft like Friday night drafting. Yeah, I think that's, 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 that's I played that's standard for a, kind of a bit. Common theme, you know, like yeah. I played standard for a little bit. It just got but you're too just expensive. too you're, you're not rich enough. You know, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I, I can't afford Magic. Guys. <laughs> no, one can afford Magic. But I played tons of board games. Uh, like I had like a thirty plus game board game collection at one point before I started like kind of selling them and. Getting a little bit out of board games, but I design games too. I have a couple prototypes cool. that I've designed, so cool I want to get into that. Netrunner taps yes. into that. Yeah, Netrunner just makes you a, a designer. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it kind it of the invites the ability to yeah, yeah to definitely like do your own game design because really making a homebrew deck is like I I put this together. You know, I yeah, out, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, um, I guess we used to play Smash Up together. Smash Up played I a lot. Took the, yeah. took Smash the, the dive. Smash Up is like a shuffle building, like a casual, like pickup kind of card game. Hmm. You, we have a bunch of different factions, like that are based on pop culture archetypes. You know, like zombies, ninjas, 
um, whatever they go, they go oh, pretty huh. far with it. And then so you pick like robots and wizards, and then you shuffle them together, and you have oh, a, a deck of forty a, cards. And the, <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. It's it's, it's easy fun. to pick up, but when people play it together like a lot, yeah, they get got, really, really strategic and they it. get huh. really into it. Well, so. you know, like, it's That's like you're cool. supposed to have two, an action and a minion to play on your turn, and I would always find a way to play like six actions. And so like I definitely it got. To the point where I wanted something more complicated, and my friends Craig and and Dave, um, shout out to Dave, uh, were playing Netrunner, and I was like, "Oh, what is this? This is this is interesting." I, I guess I never played any other real um, like card games. I used to play video games, but I kind of I kind of prefer like tabletop gaming now. I guess like it's just it's fun for me to sit across from somebody and and kind of engage with them in that way. Um, yeah, I just, I, I totally have, have, I always used to really like um, puzzle video games or, or games that kind of like uh, tested your ability to solve puzzles. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I, since she doesn't play video games anymore, let everyone know that they should keep doing it so people like me and Nels uh, can still, I know. Yeah. Still, can still pay I our rent. I, <laughs> I will play your video games. Okay, I'll, go, I'll try it yeah. again. I'll try it again. I, you know, I, I, um, I don't know what it is. I, I really like... I really like indie games. <laughs> like, oh, good. <laughs> 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 the only, the only real games worth playing. <laughs> 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 right, for sure. No, no, no. I mean, I think that is definitely one of the things I love most about Netrunner, and why I'm like, I'm always a little bit sour about playing an Octagon. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. It's mm. fine. It can be fun just to get in. Like, oh, it's like nine thirty on a Wednesday. Yeah. I just want to get in a couple games. Cool. But the thing that I like, one of the things I like the most about the game is just like sitting down with somebody else and like. Yeah, solving yeah. this weird puzzle that is both the thing that I brought. So then it's like there's a there's the puzzle of I, okay, yeah. I have to I have to put all my pieces together and get them out. But also I have to do that in response to all the crazy yeah. crap that you're doing. Because yeah, if you know enough about the game, it gets to a point where you can start to anticipate what their options are, like yeah. what they could do, and then just like decide like based on that. When I first started playing the game, the, that was not. Oh yeah, you, you could yeah. barely even it's like keep like, your own deck together. Like, 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 I, I guess there's another person on the other side of the yeah. table. Uh, sure. I know. Where I would, do I get like, my credits? Oh my gosh! When I like when I was corping, like I I it took me a while to get into corping. I used to, I loved running because I could run without a rig practically. Because yeah. if I if I'm just like exploiting them enough, like I don't even have to worry about it. But like corping, I used to just have such a tough time because I had to try and do all this math, which is so hard. I like, find that super interesting because typically I find it's the reverse. I know most pe people are people like oh I just want to yeah. corp because I'm shit at running, and yeah. then you have this like. Caution to the wind. Like, yeah, I will just win this hair. game. Yeah. 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 No, I, I like, well, and, and I play against some people who I can I can tell they prefer corping when they're running because they don't even run for you just, like you have three, four, four turns. <laughs> well, and that's, you know, it's like if they're sitting, if they're not even really paying, atten paying attention to when I've, when I am, when I have my pants down, basically, you know, like when like they, I, sh they, I'm fully like, it like exposed. Exposed. Yeah. You know, it just keeps. This gets keeps getting worse. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, like if I like if uh, I feel like a good runner is constantly looking for ways to take advantage of the corpse of vulnerabilities. Yeah. Like for example, if they've got a scoring remote set up and they've got a card in there, it's advanced. 
run on R&D. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. think about, like... Change the focus. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like Or, like, you know, basically, you know they're not going to res that, that ice over R&D. They've only got 10 credits. They, they're saving them to, like, finish, like, scoring and to save... To yeah, protect thing. and so, score. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and you're like, time for the maker's eye now. Yeah, yeah exactly. 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 Yeah. There's, a, there's uh, yeah, there's so much information that isn't maybe, like, flashing bright, but if you think about things, like, it, it's... It's there for you. Like you just have to analyze uh, the game state effectively, yeah. and then you recognize can, score windows. Can, yeah, yeah. There's definitely Shoot. this weird progression you go through as you're learning more about the game, where essentially it's like, oh god, how do I deal with my cards? Oh god, how do I deal with their cards? And you're like, oh wait a minute, it's it's the same kind of thing in chess, mm-hmm. right? Like the best chess players think like three, four, five moves ahead. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You're like, okay, what can you do now? What can you do next turn? Well, but I yeah. what can yeah. I do yeah, to yeah. keep you from doing what you want to yeah, do yeah, yeah. next yeah. turn? Yeah. Well, there, and there's there's so many layers of the of the meta that you have to go through to understand that, like just being able to anticipate, like if they've got an SMC on the table, and you, and like you kind of maybe can guess what their deck build is. You can say, well, it looks like I ha- like they're probably they've got a corroder, so the corroder is going to cost you know four with SMC, and then it would cost this like yeah, yeah, yeah. if you have the information about their like potential deck build, it, it makes it easier for you to anticipate what like what uh, where your comfort level for for playing stuff is, or like how much you need to make them spend in order to like in order to have a window to score. So. Right. Yeah, it's it, it it really depends on how much time you've put into um, learning those aspects of the game or b- becoming familiar with with common um, archetypes. Archetypes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this, this is very clearly why the two of you were the two two of the ten best netrunner players in Canada for twenty fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, guys, thank you, Kira. Craig, thank you very much for joining us and for coming out to the coast. Yeah, to our love weird, it here. yeah it's city. a beautiful city. I love it. Have you guys ever beautiful. been to Vancouver before? Yeah, uh, my, my older brother lives in Vancouver, so I've been oh, here a nice. bunch of times. We have snagged a couple of folks from Winnipeg. Mr. Yeah. I'm thinking about moving here. There we go. I'm thinking about it. We did it. Really we did our work. job. Yeah. We throw the tournament and we get yeah. Winnipeg people. Every, every, every second <laughs> this year. Fall, I, this whole Nationals is just a big honey pot. If every second year I don't have to go anywhere to go to Nationals, I mean, that's. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'm going to move to. Toronto this year, and then, then I'm going to move back. <laughs> it's going to be very complicated, but it will be worth it. Um, well, we we got a couple of housekeeping things. Right. Um, do you guys happen to listen to other like game related podcasts mm. that aren't this one? I mean, of course. You clearly listen to Terminal Seven. Everyone, wow. yes. but yeah. aside, they do have from that. Like, you have red uh, blood running through their veins. Uh, well, I, I listen. Uh, like just just netrunner stuff really. I mean, I mm. watch bad bad publicity a lot. There you go. Uh, um, That's Toronto. Really, oh, what's that? What are we called? we basically watched. Yeah, teamwork cast. We oh, like to watch Christian. live feed. Yeah. Oh, Christian's amazing. Oh yeah, he was on he was on our, our <laughs> met, met, metas around the world yep. Yep. cast. Yep. That was good. I, I really yeah. like Christian's the commentary a, a, on teamwork cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, lots yes. of lots of live feeds of games and I just I love people even just talking about netrunner. Yeah, it's such an interesting game that just. It, it entertains me to hear people's ideas. Yeah, it's something I totally want to be more of a part of. Like, I think one of, that was one of the things we were really excited about coming out here is getting to like be more of a part of a, a, a scene, like a yeah. netrunner community. Well, you definitely state your little... claim, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. First no, thank you for the ever on the cast yeah. opportunity. Yeah. Thank of you very course. much. It's an awesome pleasure. Yeah, um, awesome. Well, even though you guys said you're a little bit less on the side of digital games these days. Um, <gasps> Tell us more. Yes. One of the folks <laughs> who very kindly helped this episode be possible is 
there's a new podcast called Game is a Four-Letter Word. Um, I think it's primarily headed up by this dude named Ryan Stevens. Mm. He did a bunch of stuff on game trailers for oh, years shit. and years. Oh, shit. Right. That, that Ryan, that Ryan Stevens. Oh, shit. Yeah. Awesome. So now he's got this new podcast. I love that um, guy. It's basically, he describes it as a video game podcast for people who might not be into video games. That's me. But also <laughs> for those who are. Um, it's. Did you guys ever listen to uh, Robert Ashley's A Life Well Wasted? No. It's one of my favorite, like, game-related podcasts. Because, like, I'm not... There's, like, a couple video game podcasts that I listen to because, I mean, this is kind of what I do. Uh, but a lot of them I find, like, they're not really to my taste because they're just kind of like... They just... I don't know. It feels like this is kind of trying to do a thing weekly, right? Um, One of the things I like the most about A Life Well Wasted is, like, it was this very segment-focused thing where it's like, we're going to find an interesting person to talk to. We're going to have, like, a focus for this episode. It's, it ends up feeling a lot more like a radio show and a lot less just, like, kind of a chatty conversation with some people <laughs> like we're doing right now. <laughs> um, But it seems... I, I, I checked out this... Game is a four-letter word is brand new podcast. I listened to the, the first episode, and it seems like it has a very similar cast, um, where it's kind of like each episode they pick just a word. The first episode is uh, it's all about pink, and they just have all these different game-related stuff oh, that also ties into that word, but they're yeah. all basically like interview-type segments. So it's it, it's a very interesting structure, and it does end up feeling a lot more like cool. well-produced NPR-esque type radio. Um, and it was it was actually really cool. It's well, the kind of thing where it's like I would actually keep listening to this and enjoying it. It's just like a lot of different different interesting people, different perspectives, um, and that is on G four, like the numeral four. Game is a four letter word. G four L W dot net, and that's what the links to like right. iTunes and their RSS feed. And I've been following Ryan Steve for like a while. This old game trailer stuff. Yeah, oh, I mean, that, that dude clearly knows what he's doing. Definitely, um, it's. I think he's left game trailers since yep. a little while. Game ago. trailers had a big call or some crazy yeah. shit. I don't um, know. So it's really cool. That this is kind of like his new thing. It yeah. seems like I'm That's excited awesome. for that. I'm really excited. Yeah. So game is a four letter word. G four lw dot net. Um and our buddy. Yep. Dave Laird. He was yeah. down here for the Nationals. That's right. Uh, he was he's representing the helping represent the Kelowna contingent. Yes, Dave. Um, Dave and his buddy, the other guy's name I forgot. I thought it was Chris. I thought it was Chris. It might be Chris. I'm pretty sure it's Chris. Um, they are also oh, running a tournament up in Kelowna. I believe, I'm not positive, but I believe this is Kelowna's first Netrunner tournament. Woo! Yeah, it's awesome. Go it's apparently at this rad pub called Munin's Post. It's like a Viking theme yeah. pub. Munin, like Hungin and Munin, Onan's Two yeah. Ravens. Um, yeah, so they're going to be having this tournament at Munin's Post, which is rad. I mean, I assume if in your if you're in Kelowna, you, you know where that is. And there's not a lot of rad things, probably because it's Kelowna. Um, but it's it's uh, going to be not this upcoming Saturday, but the one after Saturday, yep. September the fifth. At 11 a.m., Munin's Post in Kelowna. So if you're in Kelowna or nearby Kamloops or all those other towns. Up Vancouver's pretty Old close Penoggin. to Kelowna. Oh, Vancouver's not far. So Vancouver folks could head up there. Our, our, our buddy Eddie, he's up Nelson. Maybe yeah. if his house isn't on fire. <laughs> or can, taken over by wolves. Or taken over by wolves. That's probably or whatever other disasters are <laughs> befalling the interior Bally. right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you're in and around Kelowna, Saturday, September 5th at Munin's Post. That's going to be awesome. Yep. And finally, this upcoming weekend, down in Seattle. Yep. It's Penny Arcade Expo. I know. There's a Netrunner tournament there. I can't hit it. That's going to be busy. pretty cool. Jesse's going to be too busy. Too busy. Why are you going to be too busy, Jesse? I'm showing off my game. I'm oh, shit! Speaking of Vikings, I'm showing off my game. Oh, man! 
I'm showing off Viking Squad at the the Indie Mega Booth, hosted by those great guys at Indie Mega Booth that take care of all of us indies. And yeah, I'm going to be there with my whole crew. You meet the whole team, all three of us, and our great. <laughs> Audio team. You're going to meet Gord there, who's helped us on the podcast. In the, in yes. The but not this episode, because he was too busy getting married. That's Congrats right. Congrats again, Gord, Gord and Caitlin. Good job, Gord. But Thank if you. this episode sounds rougher, and I guarantee you it, it will, will. <laughs> that's my fault. <laughs> but, yeah, so if you're down in PAX, please come by and see us. We'd love to see yep. you guys. The big old Indie Mega Booth, fourth floor, kind of tucked in the back like it's always yeah. been, right? It's, it's pretty big, though, but you'll see a really loud, obnoxious beer Yeah, guy. just go toward the screaming, and, screaming. You, and you will find Jesse. You'll and you can hang me. out. You can play his rad video game. Yeah, you can play my game. It'll be great. And maybe after the show forecloses, maybe maybe yeah. some people could arrange some netrunner. You'll bring your decks. I, I will. Bring, I definitely will bring my decks. Okay, good. Yeah. Yes. I unfortunately cannot. They're good. Yeah. <laughs> They're not bad. Apparently they perform quite well. Apparently the it needs to be piloted properly. <laughs> <laughs> I unfortunately will not be down. This is the first PAX I'm actually not attending mm. in over a decade yeah. of, of the West Coast one. Uh, yeah. I know, I'm Jay, sad, ding, ding, but ding, we're, ding. we're just trying to finish our goddamn video game and we don't even have time to go show it off. So that's what, that's what my life is now. <laughs> it's occasionally playing Netrunner and mostly just making a video game. Um, I'm so sorry. It's, <laughs> it's fine. It's good. It's 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 a lot of work. Um, again, Kier, Greg, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thanks, um, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks yeah. for the opportunity. It's if, awesome. yeah, so so where, where do you guys regularly play in Winnipeg? If there are any Shout other outs. Winnipeg yeah. folks uh, who happen to be in the Game night games. I used to okay. run uh, the casuals there. They have a casual. Uh, well, it's every second... Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. So you cool. basically have to figure out the cycle if you get to Winnipeg. And the Winnipeg Android Netrunner is the uh, Facebook group that I nice. started and created. So, um, I actually was kind of... No I had a huge... Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> me, me and another guy met at, uh, at a comic book convention. Yeah. And no, it was, it was CB4. Oh, it was a comic book convention. Okay. We had the first Netrunner tournament ever. It was four people. Yes. yes. Dude, top and, uh, eight is no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Top eight is... Top four yeah, was everyone. pretty easy to get. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but we, we had this big dream when we were talking to each other, like, let's start a Facebook group. And I was like, yeah, I'll get some of my Magic the Gathering players into this game. And we totally did it. And we made Sweet. this community. So uh, so there's yeah. that. And then the store championships just kind of happen. Yeah, we got uh, Imagine. Imagine's a uh, great downtown, store downtown. And uh, Amuse and Games. Amuse and Games. Yeah. The, the owner is uh, so, so, so nice. nice and he's built an amazing tournament space downstairs yeah. with, like, the screen and, like, Oh, oh man, that's cool! It looks, that makes great. it look really prestigious and awesome. Yeah, uh, oh, I'm jealous. And then, and then you know, my house. <laughs> Kira's yeah, dropping. Here's, 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 here's the address. Look up Kira. Look up Kira on on Winnipeg I, Android Netrunner. I'll totally been, invite you over and, I, I and, been, and destroy you. I've been trying to initiate like a training session for people who are interested in learning the game. So awesome. especially, especially, I'm I'm looking for uh, maybe girl gamers who uh, are interested. Like, oh my gosh. Come at me! I want to teach you how to play this game, and and I want to train you into be being a, a righteous uh, dealer of death. You're you're gonna <laughs> sandbag them first, right? Well, that's like you're best. not gonna show up and you're gonna crush them. You're gonna no, they're gonna come over and they're gonna wax my car. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> this is classic Tom Sawyer. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, of course. Probably, if you're listening to this podcast, you already know how this game works. But you say you have some friends. Friends of friends, whoever, who, who seems like they might be on the fence and happen to be around Winnipeg, you guys should definitely tell them to get in touch with Kieran Craig. Definitely. And learn how to play this rad game. Yep. That's what folks should do from coast to coast and all the parts in the middle. 
which is where you guys are. Well, for the, for the next year, for the next year, I'll be playing in Taipei. So look me up in Taipei. Yeah, well, yeah. That Taipei meta. Yeah. Get, get ready. Because I'm going to teach English for a year, so I'll actually be nice. in Taipei for a year. Yeah. So well, if you're in Taipei, <laughs> even better. Look me up. I'm joining the Taipei Netrunner group. There is one, and I'll oh man. So yeah, look me up, and I'd love to play some games with. I'm sure there'll be lots of. Western I'm sure. There, yeah. Sweet, awesome. Well, as Thanks, always. Guys. Yes, thank you very much for coming on the cast. Uh, as always, if folks have any questions, thoughts, feedback for us, whatever, Terminal7 at idlethumbs.net, or you can just hit us up on Twitter at Term7. Mm-hmm. Um, as we as we noted earlier when we were talking about G4LW, they helped sponsor this podcast. Yeah. Um, if any folks happen to want to sponsor the podcast in the future, you can just go to store.idlethumbs.net. There's all the information there about sponsoring the cast. There's both uh, private, uh, not private, but like, for-profit or just nice shout-out messages, and they're priced differently, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are also a bunch of... We, we are kind of bad about mentioning this, yeah, but no, there, we are, more often. there are a bunch of other shows also on this weird podcast network that we belong to. Yeah, that are uh, great. They're so good. They're really good. In fact, you're a big Dota guy. Yeah. Ma, our our buddies, Rob Zachney, yeah, Rob and Zachney. Andrew Groen, uh, yeah. they just started up a brand new podcast called Esports Today, which is all about... All the various digital esports games there are out there. There's, of course, plenty of talk about Dota. This is great. But also CSGO, League of Legends. Yep. Apparently Rocket League is yeah, a thing Rocket that League. is now being discussed. And I, I gotta say, I could fucking do a whole podcast on how that game came out of nowhere. Well, it didn't because the company's good. Anyways, I'm gonna and there, there was a one, there was a the one before, before it bombed. I know. Like, yeah. we, we could talk about this forever. Yeah, but let's, let's move on. Let's yes. move on. But if you want to hear some chatter about that. Yes. Check out Esports Today. Super cool. Rob yep. and Andrew are both incredibly smart guys. Great guys. Um, and then there's also Idle Thumbs, which is a video game podcast. Rob runs a different podcast called Three Moves Ahead, which is all about strategy games. There's a ton of stuff. It's all at idlethumbs.net. Go and check it out. Uh, and finally, there isn't anyone to thank, as we mentioned earlier, on the engineering on this podcast. Because <laughs> it's going to sound it's like just, awful. And... Yeah, we're just going to make do what we got to do for this one, because yep. we record it live raw. Yeah, raw. After Nationals. Um, but in, in the extravagant Slick Entertainment Studio. That's right. So hopefully it wasn't too bouncy. <laughs> but um, if the the one the one constant through line, yep, the thing that's always there, our anchor points. Yes, definitely. Is the fantastic Neo Tokyo OST from Mr. Ed Harrison. Yep. If you want to check it out, and you absolutely should. Definitely. That's at edharrison.bandcamp.com. Now it's going, and I won't accidentally bump the button later. All right, levels are moving. Check, check. Say something. Greg. Check, check, check. There we go. Okay, we'll, put, check. we'll point. Hello. We'll point. Net runner. <laughs> Net runner. Welcome to the podcast. Nailed it. That's, oh, a, that's oh, a new intro. We got.